Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of Pickin' with the Professor. My name's Tony Dunn from the C3 Panthers Podcast, and I'm just a regular history teacher trying to figure out a way to beat the book. That's right. I like to watch the NFL. I like to win a little money. Who doesn't? Sadly, I have not won a little money this year. We fell from last week being at 5-5 five and five on the season, right at 500, to moving to 6-8. and eight. That's right. I went 1-3 and three on the week, but it's okay, folks. We're going to make it up somehow, actually, with your help. And if you don't jump in the comment section and tell me what the games I need to bet are, I'll just rely on the big guns. Rafaela Sparza, mybookie.ag, helps me trying to beat the book. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the show now. All right, let's welcome back Rafael Esparza, head odds maker for mybookie.ag, where every week Rafael joins me to try to help a history teacher beat the book. And I got to tell you, Rafael, it was not a good week for Tony. In retrospect, one and three on the week. Last week I went heavy on the overs because the points had been so high. Um, and ultimately, the only game that I picked right was at your help with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who somehow pulled it out. I was on the verge of being 0-4. I understand maybe I made a mistake in the over with the Jags. The Panthers, not the best pick. The Bucks, though. The Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks ruined me in this game. But still, thanks for the Steelers pick. Welcome back to Picking with a Professor. Thanks for having me. I mean, yeah, it was a weird uh, a week last week. I mean, if you hate them, if you like them, if you're a Cowboy fan, we all have to we all have to admit that we didn't want to see that kind of an injury. So my uh, prayers for a speedy recovery for Dak Prescott. But uh, it was a weird week in the NFL. Uh, we saw some cancel games. We had a Tuesday game. We had some COVID scares. I mean, welcome. We saw the Kansas City eat some humble pie at home. So it was just an overall weird week in the NFL. Do you think that last week when we, when we talked, we talked about how much, uh, how many points are being scored and how it was, you know, you're starting to get to the point where the overs, like it's just hard to pick an under last week. It seemed like we started to regress to the mean, I guess, or find, Get getting back to a little things, and when you start to look at some of the over unders this week, I feel like they're a, a hair lower than they were last week. And is there any indication? Did we kind of get a correction? I guess last week there were some games that we were uh, that played under for us that we kind of knew. I mean, Houston, Jacksonville, that was a, a game that we didn't think there was going to be many points. Rams, Washington, we didn't think there was going to be that many points in this one. A head scratcher was a uh, year backyard Carolina Atlanta, which we thought there was going to be tons of points in that one, and, it, and we were dead wrong in it. But we kind of agreed Dallas game was going to see tons of points. The Monday night game was going to see tons of points with the uh, Chargers Saints. So uh, we're, we're still trending 
the over and how much what the public is doing. But this week alone, I mean, I can see some unders. Uh, Carolina, Chicago. We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll probably talk about that. Uh, Washington, the Giants. There's some games that screams dead under, and, and most and when shock me if it goes dead under. Do you think that? It's kind of part of just injuries, like infiltrating, you know, we're in week six now, you know, these teams are not, you know, I mean, they're just kind of dealing with the nicks and the bangs and the bruises, and we're starting to get teams on their bye week. Do you think that that is, we're, we're kind of seeing signs of, I guess, the season setting in and why these offenses are slowing down here? I think so. I think so. I mean, people are starting to read or see more tape. People are starting to see, okay, maybe this team wasn't a running team last year, but now they're a throwing team. So I think it's a mixture of everything. And and, and I think we're still going to see some high-scoring games. There's just too much offense on the field for some of these games not to have. I, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, two quarterbacks flinging around. We'll probably see a lot of points scored in that one. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, probably going to see a lot of points scored in that one. Uh, Atlanta, Minnesota. We should, I'm going to capitalize the word should, see a, a lot of points scored in that one just with Atlanta having new coaching staff. Minnesota plays no defense. So uh, we're still going to see, and I still believe we'll still see a lot of totals going over. All right. So each week we start with the NFC South. And first, if you go to mybookie.ag, the very first game on the one o'clock slate. The Chicago Bears at Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are favored by one and a half points. A little strange to me. Can you tell me why the Panthers are favored, given the fact that the Bears are four and one, the Panthers three and two, and the Panthers have not beat uh, many teams that are just that impressive. In fact, the Bears have probably beaten the same teams, if not better. Tell me why the Bears are not favored here, because I don't really believe that 7,000 fans in the seats give somebody a real advantage. Well, I wouldn't be shocked that the Chicago might be a small favorite by kickoff, but, uh, wow. but let me get this straight into your list. Let me, we, we, let's get this straight before all your listeners and all that. We do not judge point spreads on records. We don't look at the standings. We could care okay. less about the standings. We're looking at money coming in, and that is 100%. could care less. Who's three and one? Who's three and two? Who's a perfect? Who's over? Okay, maybe if the Jets are playing, we might look at the standings. Uh, let me let me backtrack. The Jets are just horrible. <laughs> uh, but this game right here is really. I mean, we still don't know what the Bears' offense is going to look like. I mean, with Nick Foles, uh, some days he's good. We all know Nick Foles is a streaky quarterback. Plain and simple, when he's red hot. He beats up Tom Brady, and, and they can go perfect and win the Super Bowl. If he's not red hot, then then the Panthers, the Jets. Uh, Jaguars can beat the Chicago Bears. The, the Bears are winning games not because of Nick Foles. The Bears are winning games because of that defense who's been playing really, really good ball uh, this year. And let's face it, Carolina's 3-2. and two. Everyone was knew that Carolina hit the reset button with the head coach of college, Teddy Bridgewater, McCaffrey not, is out. So, and them being 3-2 and two, with two against them, what the, I think one of the second worst division in football, we all know what the worst division is, uh, this game is huge for the Saints who have a bye week or sit back and going to watch this game. I would not be shocked if Carolina wins this game and they go 4-2. Holy moly. So, all right. So if you were having to put down uh, enough money to buy your wife a new dress, you would put it on the Panthers? Would you put it on the Panthers to cover this one and a half? Would you take it right now? Uh, he- 
I would wait to see what the money comes in because I think Joe Public, which is who we call uh, the people who are betting money line parlays and stupid parlays, they're going to bet the Bears because they're going to have the newspaper or their ESPN printouts, and they're going to see the Chicago Bears for uh, uh, four and one. Uh, they're going to see all that. And they're probably going to put the Bears on parlays and stuff like that. And so if I can get a Carolina at a good number, maybe getting them maybe at a pick or maybe even plus money or plus a point, I might have to take a look at the Panthers because I can't, right. I cannot be sold on the Chicago Bears offense. I like it. And uh, if you had to put it, if I had to make the same bet for you, the wife, new dress over under, I feel like it's kind of risky taking the over here. I know it's 45 points. That's nothing yeah, in this I NFL. But do you just stay away from over-under in this game? In this game, yes, I would totally stay away. Because if you're the Bears, most likely you probably need uh, – you would probably look at an under game if you're betting the Bears. If you're Carolina, you're, you want to see, okay, can Nick Foles go toe-to-toe with our Panthers offense that can easily put up in the high 20s, close to right. 30 points. Uh, we've seen them do it uh, week after week. So uh, it all depends on who you like. I think it's what kind of total you're looking at. But for me, I'm staying day way, way away from this game. Because let's face it, the Bears defense, 19 points against Tampa, 19 points against the uh, the Colts. I mean, so their their defense is pretty good. And on top of that is just 45 is a low number. That's like old school over-under numbers. And almost the lowest over-under I can – think of until I look a little bit down and I see that uh, Giants Redskins Washington football team but let's stick with the NFC South the Falcons go on the road Owen five does not matter in your mind but I gotta say this is that it's hard for me the Falcons have burned me this season and uh, they should have beat that I took them minus three against the Bears they should have had that all day other than the epic collapse. The Minnesota Vikings are getting better each week, but it really is about Dalvin Cook and that groin injury. If he's a go, I like the Falcons here. If he's not, I mean, not the Falcons. I like the Vikings here if uh, Dalvin Cook's a go. But I don't know what to think of this Falcons team, and I don't know how to bet this game. What should we be looking at? Yeah, this one uh, is got a big X for me because I'm hearing Cook is, is doubtful for Sunday. Uh, so uh, that's what we're hearing right now on on a late uh, evening. Uh, we're hearing that he's doubtful. So uh, for me, that puts a big X on that one because we don't know. I mean, look at Houston. They play like a totally different Texan team with a brand-new coach, and they, they won last week. I can see the same thing because Minnesota's not lightening up. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're improving week after week. But, uh, yeah, Their defense I don't want is to not do with good, team. though. Uh, I can see that, but let's face it, though. The Falcons are 0-5, and the most important thing for uh, people who are listening to this that want to try to make a buck, they're 1-4 against the spread this year. So it's not like they're 0-5, but let's say 4-1 against the spread, or they played really close games. We all know they're a debacle in the second half. So if Cook's not playing, I'm probably going to stay away from this game. If he is, I, I would think that, that uh, points spread might move maybe a half a point to a point, then maybe there might be some value. But how healthy? It's a growing. He's not going to be 100%. Um, the game kind of, of the week in many ways is the NFC South team involves the green Bay Packers go on the road to face the Tampa Bay. We don't know what they are Aneers, And that is, it's so hard to kind of figure out if the bucks are good or great or not the plus one 
This is a tough pick for me. I feel like the Packers at some point can not be perfect. But I'm tired. It's in many ways like what I've been talking about with the Falcons and the Panthers is like the Falcons gave me no reason to bet on them, and the Panthers give me reason to be optimistic about them. The Packers have given me tons of reason to be optimistic about them. I don't know if the Buccaneers have given me enough to be excited about them. Plus one fifty-five. What's your thoughts on this game? I think we could see a big quarterback duel. I mean, Packers averaging 38 points a game in their first four games. I mean, the only game that didn't go under was the game that they played against the Falcons, and it's all Atlanta's fault. They kicked two field goals in the first quarter. They should have had 14 instead of six points. If they score one touchdown, that game goes over. So uh, I'm looking at a big high-scoring game. Right now. I think both quarterbacks are going to have a really, really good games. I don't think we're going to see any defense being played in this one, so I really can't wait to watch this. I have this as 1B as the best game uh, on Sunday. I think Cleveland-Pittsburgh is going to be 1A. I think that's going to be a really, really good game, and I'm just glad that the, the Pittsburgh-Cleveland games at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game is a late afternoon game because uh, it's going to be really, really good Sunday football to watch through two, those two games. 55 is a lot, though. Right, fifty-five points in that game for the Packers. Not when you're Green, not when you're Green Bay Packers. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you know, I always feel like it's one of those things is when you expect them to score, they don't. But I'm going to take your word for it on there. Let's go to you, like you said, your one A game, which is the Browns at the Steelers. This is one of my picks of the week. I'm rolling with the Steelers, man. Is I know that I look, I was not a believer to begin. I know their offense is not just insane. Their defense is very, very good. I don't know. It's like I feel like the Steelers are legit and I feel like it's time for the Browns to come back to earth. I got the Steelers. What do you think about this game? Minus three Steelers, fifty one over under on my bookie.ag. Let's refresh the audience. Who what did I give you last week? You gave me the Steelers, the and it helps. And I'm going to go with you this week. I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Huge. I mean, I know that the Browns are a good story. They're 4-1. Three of those wins, they had to go against defense of the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Bengals. Nothing, nothing like they're going to see on Sunday with the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And Mayfield and is terrible. Mayfield is terrible. Yeah, they, they get this game at home. I think it's going to be a lot closer game. I'm, I'm not saying Pittsburgh's going to blow them out. I think right. Cleveland's going to be very competitive. Uh, Watt is, uh, I know he's questionable, but I'm hearing he is going to play. Juju Smith is, uh, Slushu is going to play. Uh, so that they should be at full stack. I just like what that, I think Pittsburgh's going to do. And, and I would not be shocked. You're going to get the Cleveland Browns. Maybe they go out and try to get Bell. Maybe not for this game, uh, because they're banged up on the running game. And that's how the Cleveland Browns have been winning games, because of yeah. their running game. They're not winning games because Baker Mayfield's throwing it all over the place. They're running. They've been winning games because they run. And now Hunt has a hamstring injury. He is going to play. But we already know they're missing their other stud running back in Chubb. So I would not be shocked if you hear grumblings all the way till Sunday that maybe they'll make a phone call to get Bell. Uh, to come play for Cleveland, but I like Pittsburgh on Sunday. Let's talk about the Detroit Lions going into Jacksonville. Um, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm big fans of uh, Gardner Minshew just because he was he spent like a year at my alma mater. I'm actually wearing their shirt right now, the East Carolina Pirates, but he's not one of ours. But I just pull for him because of his style, his swagger. 
I kind of like the Lions on the road here, minus three. Tell me what's going I mean, the Lions, are they good? Are they bad? 54.5 is a lot for this game, I feel like. If I had to pick one here, I'm taking the Lions minus three. What do you think? Am I right or wrong there? I'm going to wait to see if the betting public baby bets this. I mean, because this one opened up at two, and then it quickly got moved Ugh. to three. There's one shop that has three and a half. I don't think we're going to see the two, but if I can get two and a half or maybe take three even money on uh, on the Lions, I might take a look at this one. I want to wait to see what kind of money continues to come in this one. I totally understand I'm taking the Lions. If you're going to tell me what quarterback I'm going to take, I'm going to take Detroit uh, on this one. I just don't trust Jacksonville right now. We all know they're rebuilding. Uh, so I, I want to say let's all take the, the Lions in this one, but I'm going to wait for line movement. And, and I always tell people, just because you see a game right now, there's always a hand, a small handful of games that if you just wait, that number could happen. Now, if it doesn't happen, then I'm sorry. You might have to eat crow because that game will probably be a blowout winner and you didn't bet it. It happens to me a million times a year. This is one of those games I'm going to sit back and wait, and hopefully the gambling gods will give me a better number. Do you like the under here? 54 and a half is a lot. Uh, it, it is a lot, and I can totally understand why uh, some money uh, will probably come in on the under, but this total has moved two points, opened up at 52 and a half. Florida or Jacksonville could see some type of weather. This week. Uh, there's another thing. Maybe wait to uh, Friday to see what the weather report is going to be, because if it does rain, uh, maybe put some small coin on the under right now, and hopefully the, uh, you'll get some rain because that total will drop like crazy when, if it is going to rain. Uh, that could be very interesting. But like I said, the Lions gave up uh, 35 points to the Saints, and they gave up those points quickly because they were up yeah. 14 to nothing. Gave You're up right. 42 points to Five Green Bay. rushing uh, touchdowns or something like that. Yeah, so I, I would wait to see what the weather is going to be on that. All right, a couple of per- perplexing games to me. Uh, all right, how about this? Is Let's stay away from Baltimore, Philly. I don't know what to think about this. You said Philly was a dumpster fire. They've kind of come back around. I'm going to avoid the Baltimore Ravens game. I meant the Ravens-Eagles. What about Bengals-Colts? The Bengals go on the road. The Colts um, The Colts defense continues to be pretty good, very good. Their, uh Phillip Rivers is done. I mean, he just looks like a shell of what he used to be. And and maybe he's been a shell for a while. The Bengals, though, are they're getting eight points here. Forty six and a half is the over under. Where do you move? Where do you go on this game? Because the Bengals could not score against the Ravens last week. Is this a stay away game? I don't feel comfortable taking the Colts with eight full points. Tell me where we should go. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that. I agree. I mean, if you kind of look at the uh, the cold schedule they got some easy wins when they had to play minnesota at home they played the jets at home uh, this number is just way too big for me i, I, I want to wait maybe to see if there's some kind of line movement i think if it is it's going to be on the colts just because i think their defense wants to have a bounce back game to give up 32 points uh, uh to the cleveland browns even though they stopped the run they just couldn't that secondary can stop the passing game at all that uh, wide open for the tight ends uh i could have probably hit a tight end for a touchdown so I just want. I probably just want to stay away because I think the hits that this rookie quarterback in Cincy Burrow is taking, I think it's going to keep on uh, keep on taking his toll. He took a lot of hits against Baltimore. He took a lot of hits against Jacksonville. I uh, took some big hits against Philly. Uh, they have the worst offensive line in the league. I I, I mean yeah, maybe so, the Jets, maybe the Jets. 
just have the worst of everything. Yes, you're right. Um, uh, Broncos go on the road to the Patriots. The reason I bring this game up is we're big Cam Newton fans. Cam Newton has been activated. He will play this game. Ten points is generally a lot, but the Broncos, I have no idea what's going on with their quarterback, who it is, what their team's looking like. What's the deal? 45 over-under here. What piques your interest? The points, the over-under. What's the deal with the Broncos on the road in Patri- uh, in New England? This doesn't really pique my interest. If I had to choose, I may maybe take the Patriots because I just don't think that's going to be a close game for Denver. I mean, the Patriots have a really good uh, defense, and that Denver offense is stagnant to whoever's behind center. So, I mean, the number's just way too high. If I had to look at maybe Cam Newton has a big game because he's wet-rested, and we've seen quarterbacks come back from big games. The noon game, maybe some lot of points, 45. I could see this one going over, but – uh, I'm not going to put him in my yeah, uh, my happy the 40, It's just too high. Yeah, the 45 suggests, though, that this is just going to be a boring game that you change the channel on. Am I crazy for saying that I would if I had to? Uh, like, again, 10 points is a lot. I would take the Dolphins over the Jets here. 10 points? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I missed a good number on the Dolphins. I think there's still good value there. Uh, but, I, but for for – What I was it originally? It. It was better. This one opened up. This one opened up. I think around eight, eight and a half. Oh gosh, I would have taken that all day. Yeah, I mean, it's like we we've discussed this. It's just zero and five, and zero and five against the spread. Fitzmagic is playing some really, really good ball. Uh, not making those dumb mistakes. They have been able to run the ball as well. So yeah, they beat the 49ers forty three to seventeen on the road. Well, yeah, I, I could see, I could see Miami pulling off another big W. I like the Rams on the road against the 49ers. I've won two weeks in a row against the 49ers. Um, is the injuries have caught up with them. Minus three and a half. The Rams are just a sound team. They're not going to make the highlight reel. Am I off here saying that three and a half is, is not a bad number if you're picking the Rams? No, it's not. I mean, you can always say that half a point is going to kill you. But the Rams have been playing. Uh, here's another thing. I mean, they have one bad loss on the road against Buffalo, which maybe that towards the end, that's not going to be that bad of a loss uh, going to Buffalo and losing. So I think the Rams is the only spot because you said it. 49ers offense looks totally different with all the banged up injuries. Jimmy G's uh, not 100%. We saw him limping around. That's why they pulled him. And not only was he bad, he was just not healthy. So, I mean, <clears throat> and now you have to play a Rams defense has been playing outstanding here's a game that people might want to bet the over but hey i'm looking at the under in this one uh yeah. Rams back-to-back games have gone under and let's face it the uh, 49ers have scored 37 points in two games uh i couldn't see betting the over in this game because i don't think the 49ers are going to score that many points if i asked you to talk about one game or the other would you be more interested in kansas city at buffalo or arizona at dallas Minus three and a half for the Chiefs, minus two for the Cardinals. Uh, The Kansas City-Buffalo game, I just want to see how Buffalo comes back on playing after their loss. They're all banged up. But I'm really intrigued with Arizona and Dallas. First time Arizona and Murray's been on Monday night uh, football. I want to see how Murray goes on Monday night. I think uh, uh, Dallas are not in dire straight because Dak Prescott is no longer there. They They paid a backup quarterback plenty of money that can run it. He started games in Cincinnati. So I think the Cowboys will be all right. It's gonna, I'm, I'm really excited to watch the Cowboys in Arizona. I think we're going to see a lot of points scored in this one because we, we know that Dallas can't play defense. 
They cannot play defense, but I'm not convinced necessarily about the Cardinals just yet. I am. I think you're right. Is it's about we need to. We're going to learn a little bit about the Buffalo Bills in this game. Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City is going to be playing uh, pretty pissed off after losing to Oakland or Las Vegas. Excuse me. All right. You heard it. Rafael Esparza, mybookie.ag, trying to help a history teacher beat the book. It did not work last week, not because of Rafi, but because of my picks. Um, Rafael, tell us where they can go and lay some cheddar on these games and feel cool and safe and secure about it. You jump over to mybookie.ag, still have that 100, 100% sign-up bonus, have some great prop bets up right now for on all these NFL games. Uh, so jump over now. It's a busy weekend, college football. We have a great boxing match on Saturday on ESPN, Lomacheca, Lopez. I highly, highly recommend watching that. You got UFC this weekend as well. So jump over to my bookie and sign up today. My interesting point here, I play a lot of chess, and you can go to mybookie.ag and bet the 2020 World Chess Championship. Interesting. Just found yep, that I put, as those, <laughs> I put those up uh, up in uh, March during uh, during COVID. So I had to do some research. I should have called you. I didn't know that. Oh well, I wish I was good, but you know, you just play and play and play and play and uh, get frustrated in the process and learn that you are just mortal. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again for hanging out with me, and uh, we'll check you out next Wednesday, brother. All right, it's time for the professor to make his picks, and I need your help, folks. Jump in the comment section and tell me, what's your lock for this week? What did I get right? What did I get wrong? What do you think about what Raphael had to say with that insider information? This week, I got to make up a little ground. We were at 505-5. Now we moved to 6-8. and Went 1-3 last week. And I got to tell you, the Bucks they screwed me. They screwed me. They screwed me. We should have been 500 at the very least. But as my good friend Cody Lashney said, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. So let's try to figure out how to get back to 500. And the only way I'm trying to do that now is by getting two extra picks in the week. What? Two extra picks? Not probably the best move for a guy that's not getting them right. But we're going to do our best. Look, I was a doubter when it came to the Pittsburgh Steelers at the beginning of the season, but I was wrong. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense is rocking and rolling. Big Ben is seasoned enough and still got enough gas in the tank to make that offense relevant. And we're starting to see new receivers come about in that where Juju Smith, who was coming off an injury or has been dealing with an injury, could be back this week and also additional kind of firepower to that offense. I am not ready to be a believer just yet in the Cleveland Browns. Forgive me. I saw Baker Mayfield play and he threw interceptions directly to the other team like he was giving them a gift for Christmas. So give me the Steelers minus three and a half here. Now, the Rams, the Rams are on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. But I got to tell you this, is that the 49ers, I've made a little uh, cheddar, I guess, against them in the past couple of weeks. The injuries have caught up. The offense has slowed down. I got two picks on this game. The question is, do you parlay them? Do we have the guts to parlay them, or do we just make two independent picks? I like the Rams minus three and a half here, but also the under in this game, they're at 51 and a half. And I got to tell you, I am not uh, really intimidated 
by the San Francisco offense, who we can probably not name a single player on. And second, the Rams are not great on either side of the ball, but they are competent. So I expect them to score, but also keep the limit, the opponent scoring. This is probably a boring game, and that's what I need. Rams minus three and a half and give me the under in a world where we score points in the NFL. The unders are making a comeback. The Dolphins. The Dolphins are hosting the New York Jets. There's been no reason to believe in anything about the Jets other than that they are the biggest, stinkiest dumpster fire the NFL has probably seen in a long time. Adam Gase, disaster. Le'Veon Bell, see you later. They're not getting better from week to week. The Dolphins are. The Dolphins are a sneaky team right here. And I know 10 points sounds crazy, but give me the Dolphins minus 10 in my final pick of the week. This is probably the scariest one for me. And you would think 10 points for the Dolphins was scary. I gotta say the Lions going on the road against Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is a... He's the X factor. He's the dude that's the coolest dude at the party, and he's not even the coolest dude. He is the coolest dude, though. But the problem is, is that the Lions are just a better team when it comes to personnel. So I'm just going to try to temper my kind of resentment to the Lions for let me down so much in the past. My resentment for Matt Patricia just not being any good at his job. My resentment for the Lions blowing all types of things this season. I just got to say this is I have a hard time um, picking the Jaguars in this game. So give me the Lions minus three. That's right. So I give you one, two, three, four, five picks this week. We got to get back to 500. That means... One and three last week. We got to make up two picks. I need you to tell me how to do it, folks. Jump in the chat room. In the comments section. It's not a chat room. It's a comment section at this point. Give me a thumbs up. Tell the professor how he can beat the book. I need your help. Don't forget the C3 Panthers podcast is a Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.